This is Cinematic Suffering, where we watch every horror movie streaming on Netflix, from A to Z, for better or worse. Life is pain, and so are bad horror movies. So since we're making the big bucks, I guess we can go and kick it off here. Uh, this is Cinematic Suffering, where we watch every Netflix horror movie from A to Z, no matter what it is. It, it, do we have to add anything else to that? No, it's it feels like we should, but you know that's that's an incorrect compulsion. No, this is cinematic suffering, and we do that thing that Jason says. Yeah, you know, you know, I don't want to, I don't even want to limit it, limit it just to Netflix because eventually this Netflix gig is going to end, right? I mean, uh, eventually, that's pretty optimistic that uh, the the movies will run out before we do, but yeah, <laughs> eventually, I you know, like we're I th I think we're all open to a change in format at some point if it gets tedious, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can just change Netflix to some other streaming service, Pornhub. Uh, Pornhub, yes, yeah. and watch every uh, every short clip that Pornhub posts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, be really embarrassing about that is like what this this clip's more than thirty seconds long. Like, yes, it's <laughs> more than thirty seconds long. <laughs> All right, so Clay, what, what are we watching? What did we watch a few weeks ago? We watched the movie Anguish. We're still in the A's, but we A and N, so we're making our way down the uh, A alphabet. Anguish, it's a 2015 film written and directed by Sony Malhai, uh, probably totally butchered that name, starring Ryan Simpkins, Anika Marks, Karina Logue, and Cliff Chamberlain. So when you say Sony, I I think it's pronounced Sunny. Sunny, Sony, Sony, S O N N Y. Yeah, I'm sure this person will forgive me. <laughs> After the glowing review they get, of course they should. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, we should uh, we should preface this by saying there are going to be lots of spoilers. This is not a spoiler-free podcast. Yes, and by spoilers, we basically describe it scene for scene, so you can choose if you want to watch it or not at that point. <laughs> Uh, so I think this time uh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna, I think we should let Morgan take the lead on this because he said he he took copious notes and I I, took I did my homework. <laughs> did you? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> what 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 kind of things did you find out about this fine film? Oh oh no 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 I'm talking about as far as like the copious notes taking I did all that I mean as far as um, I didn't really get too deep into the 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 actors or well I should say actresses because there's only one. I think one male character in the entire show um everybody else is female i think uh, uh i don't know that would be the male character i guess would be the guy that helps him find poltergeist it's got the glasses no that's the movie from last week <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i was like oh wait a minute it's kind of similar uh there there is some um, god am i think i'm thinking of american poltergeist too that, I, <laughs> That's because it's haunting it's going to haunt you forever yeah because i was thinking oh what about the dad in anguish and i was like wait a minute there really is no dad there is a dad in there, anguish. Yeah, the, the, the military dad the military um, dad. but he's the only male actor in the entire film everybody else is all females it's a very, very female centric uh, i didn't even really notice that that's uh cool yeah that's a you know girl power i'm 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 about it it's it, it'd be nice if girl power is used to make movies that are a little less boring but let's not get ahead of ourselves <laughs> right uh so did we have any kind of like a, a like a screen crawl uh maybe some uh text to intro the movie at all here yes there was on this one and i actually made a couple of notes on that because it it the whole premise of the movie uh, to kind of segue into this, it's all about mental disorders or mental um, health, I guess you could say. And one of the, the little intro info bits or whatever you want to call it, I don't know, It's it said, uh, quote, despite success of medication, one million cases remain unsolved. And I thought the choice of the word unsolved was really <laughs> weird and odd and kind of insulting. I mean, <laughs> this is another one of those cases where they're saying something is unsolved, much like American Poltergeist. Right. I, where they I, said know, it was unsolved, but it was, uh, you know, it was caused by the Poltergeist. That's they've already right, said. Right, right. Well, exactly. It's kind of, you know, giving it this, this mysterious overlay, like there's something, you know, uh, nebulous or nefarious and we don't know what it is. But, uh, you know, the whole premise that they kind of lead into is dealing with mental health and mental issues. 
yeah, I didn't know mental illness was something that could go as <laughs> an unsolved case. Like, that. Ah, you're just crazy, and you're kind of a dick. So. Right. It's like unsolved. I mean, that's kind of what I was, I was like, dude, that's pretty insulting, man. It's like, so you're saying there's all these crazy fucking people out there, and, and you're just saying, oh, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. <laughs> can't, can't do anything about that dude. He talks to trees and bites folks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the old lady that's shaking her hand at the cars, you know, as you drive by, not today, Satan, not today, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, we've all seen there's, that lady too. The, there's nothing wrong with her. We have not solved what her mental illness is. So. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> From knowing several people in the uh, mental health business, they call that, uh, uh, what do they call that? Acute personality disorder or borderline personality disorder. It's just a clinical word for you're kind of a dick and yeah. we don't know what to do with you. <laughs> so we, we start off dealing with this uh, mental disorder language at the beginning of the movie. And then we're introduced to a, an, an extremely unlike, uh, unlikable character, Lucy. Oh, yeah. She had the personality of a cactus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's driving in her in the car. The premise is, the setup is mom and, and Lucy are driving down the road and there's some party that's going to be a cabin in the woods. So you immediately I was thinking, "Oh, it's going to be a cabin in the woods story," but that no. Don't yeah. don't get your hopes up. Uh, my that. hopes were up briefly when I heard that part. Yeah, but then no. That didn't last long before we're treated to something that's become so synonymous with movies, horror movies, any kind of even comedies that you're unmoved when it happens. It's just hit by a car. Like I'm just yeah. getting out of the car. <laughs> right away smash. Yeah, and I don't even know if we need any context. I well, I guess Lucy and her mom were having a tiff over that party and uh Lucy demands for the mom to pull over the car and she's going to walk home. And so, okay, mom pulls over the car and she's about to, she lays down the law pretty much. I like mom at the beginning here. I think she's doing the right thing. Maybe that's just because I'm an old man. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see these kids put in their place. Exactly. But Lucy said she's going to walk home and, of course, suddenly is smashed into oblivion by a, a speeding car. Yeah, and it was a pretty good car crash. If you're gonna, it made me think like it, it would be fun to make a comp, and I'm sure somebody's done this, is make a compilation of everybody that's ever been hit by a car violently and suddenly in a horror movie from Final Destination to Mean Girls to all those other movies where somebody is just flattened and smushed by a vehicle. <laughs> I thought they did a pretty good job with it. I mean, I'll be honest, when I was actually watching it, I wasn't expecting it. And um, as soon as it happened, I did jump on this jump scare number one. And hilariously, my wife was actually in the kitchen and she was making dinner and she saw it and she immediately just like screamed, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> it's homework, honey. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is so we can get rich. We need to get side money. Yeah, no, it, keep the fans happy. Yeah, it, it kind of it, it did surprise me as well. Uh, it, it was like, but it surprised me at the last second when I said, "Oh, she's gonna get." Oh, yeah, yeah, she got hit. So yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. so much for her. I guess we don't need to invest anything in this Lucy character. Moving on to another girl that looks similar in a in a in the same kind of pickup truck with the same kind of mom character in yep. the same shitty midwestern town it, it yep. reminded me of where i grew up in ohio just kind of like this is where we just end up or didn't have the strength of will to leave <laughs> which you're close i think it was filmed in illinois so just a couple of states over but the same kind of like rural farmland yeah. you know typical kind of you know boringness and nothing else going on oh i can smell the midwest oh yeah place. yeah it yes, stinks so of it this is uh, the young girl is Tess, and uh, Tess. we're we're introduced to a a lovely folksy song as it plays over, you know. It, again, there's nothing really being said. We just see scenes. Um, it's all I, the disarming shots. I mean, they basically they're doing a bunch of disarming shots to kind of lull you and to let your guard down. Yeah, and the 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 folks the folksy music is really letting me my guard down because. <laughs> I was despising every minute of that. I mean, this, this, was, uh, this was a movie that, uh, again, is, you know, probably a five steps up from American Poltergeist, too. But that doesn't mean there was some tedious, uh, unwholesome, yeah. uh, awful parts. And this was one of them. The, the, the music in this movie is just god awful. Yeah, if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna stick to the premise of the podcast and and stick with the the, the metaphors, <laughs> American Poltergeist Two was like you're in the the cellar and you just 
chewing through your own ankle to get out of the <laughs> to get out of the manacle and you're crawling up the stairs so you're you're going towards the light of anguish it's, yeah. it's actually pleasant like it's it's pleasant in comparison like you know it's it's painfully boilerplate uh cinematography is decent and competent but it looks like every other horror movie on netflix that right. you've seen it's yeah. just just oh this yeah, is gonna was, be boring <laughs> it was very cookie cutterish yeah 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 so we got tess and mom and they go they go to the new place they're starting their new life so you get the idea that tess is kind of troubled but she just she could be any kind of uh, a brooding teenager really but she, right. i guess she's she's eaten up with mental illness of some sort yeah we don't really uh we don't really know what her mental illness is i don't think it's even explained later on either uh we just know that she's talking to her dad over skype and we learn that he's in the military he mentions something about taking pills regularly we don't know yeah. what for um but we like the first little signs of something supernatural is as tess is unpacking boxes and we hear a loud bump and a series of knocks around her room otherwise there's nothing hey really jason there. did you did you pick up on all of the uh religious symbolism in this one just like the last one it's like all those cut shots you where you see all the church steeples over and over again yeah yeah i sure did yeah okay yeah, better better film this time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but still, no <laughs> much in your face, slapping around. <laughs> well, it, and it it was real easy because if you're in Illinois, you just drive down the road. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if we're, if this is the exact spot, but they show tests in her bevy of pills and each one is about the size of a worders i was thinking like how the hell can you swallow those i mean a literal horse pill i get anxiety i get mental illness just from looking at pills out of too big like that yeah yeah because i hopefully it's not oversharing but you and i both suffer from that thing where you, you know yep. we can get food stuck in our gullets and, yeah, and yeah. fucking dysphagia so and i was thinking the same thing like i could never swallow, swallow that i have to, <laughs> I have to <laughs> cut that into about 15 pieces or just crunch it up yeah that's it. <laughs> those pills have to be a chewable <laughs> i need this in a liquid the form, gummy doctor. version yeah, or just chill it, you know, just like, oh, mom gives you like a big pill and says, oh, swallow it. Well, I can't swallow it, but I'll just chew it up. But it's not chew. Okay, just tastes very bitter, mom. Very bitter, but I'm going to take your pill. These pills are meant to help the bevy of voices in my head. And many of those voices are saying that's going to get stuck in your throat if you swallow that pill. So we see Tess practices guitar and she hears the knock again. Again, it's just like she goes outside in the cold and just chills out. And a strange dog comes running up to her. Out of the night, Marmaduke looking motherfucker. Yep. Yeah, lies down, doesn't really do anything, and then uh, we're treated to the morning. And, uh, <laughs> so yeah. you're, yeah. you're pretty much by our tone and by the early descriptions of this movie, you probably be getting the idea that this might be fucking boring because <laughs> <laughs> there's absolutely nothing going on. I mean, we yeah. we're hearing these weird knocks, and I guess it's meant to be kind of scary, but. It, it's just not we see no. a, no, the dog just coming a, out yeah. of nowhere just uh, the dog coming out of nowhere doesn't play any part in the rest of the movie either it's just nope. this random series of events just neighborhood dog yeah hanging out a horse-sized dog it'd be like can you yeah. keep your horse-sized dog your pony of a dog on its leash and apparently uh tess and her mom jessica are are catholic i guess they're devout catholics because we we see them in a church? Yeah. Yeah, yep, they we, go to the, the church to Father Myers. Oh, is that his name? Father yep, Myers. Father Myers, yep. yep. Go visit he's the, the new... he, I guess he's the one uh, male in the movie. <laughs> the second male. Yeah, but it's yeah. the dad and then Father Myers were the only two guys in the in the entire I forgot about Father Myers, but yeah, the only two guys in the entire film. Oh, yeah. The, the first order of business, and this reminded me of coming up in a Lutheran household, is we're in a new town. We need to find the nearest church in our denomination. So they go to church and sitting in the back, glowering at the, at, at both Tess and Tess's mom and the, the pastor is uh, what's her face's mom, yeah, the dead girl's Lucy's mom. mom yeah. Sarah, Lucy's mom. Sarah. Is, Sarah is in the back kind of glowering at everybody. Yeah. And there's nothing like a, a little good catholic church service to relieve any mental anguish anyone's uh <laughs> trying to relieve uh, my girl's mentally ill i need to take her to the local church immediately i'm not going to yeah. introduce her to any do local doctors we're just going straight to the priest 
<laughs> straight, straight on it. Yeah, yeah. We're going. We we need God for this. We need a good dose of God. And um, Father Myers uh, says something or other to uh, to Sarah. Is that is that uh, Lucy's mom? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they're they're talking in the back. I guess I can't remember what he said. Uh, I think I said uh, it's Lucy's mom just looking sad and pissed. Yeah, that's that's all we pretty much know. Uh, uh, <laughs> my notes at this point said methinks this fucker is gonna be boring uh, Why did I, I actually put long z's for several pages <laughs> I, I actually slept on the z key on my keyboard <laughs> oh goodness oh goodness goodness so we get a flashback don't we of lucy on a swing oh that's right um i don't remember the swing at all <laughs> it's basically it's a flashback that we don't need of lucy the girl that got smushed by the truck yeah. on the swings yep. talking to her friend like tell your mom you're going to the party yep. i don't know she's a she's a real big whore by mom and then it that it cuts back to tess who's going to the bookstore right right tess is going to the bookstore so a lot of stuff is happening and by a lot of stuff i mean nothing is happening oh, like certain please. things like uh, knocks again we we learned that sarah is calls lucy's phone just to hear lucy's dead voice um yeah and then more knocks tess explores the house that, and we are all accompanied by this cheesy folk music in the back oh, wait 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 don't forget the best part the the, the boy that skateboards up sits oh, down God. next to her and puts on the giraffe mask and looks around for no apparent reason. Oh my God. Yeah. Morgan reminded us of a vital part of X point of exposition. And I was like, what the hell kid. is that? And again, that would another be useless character that plays no part in the upcoming movie at all. I mean, he plays like a, a, a brief part at the very end, but it's nothing. <laughs> right. All. Right. Yeah. He's, he's to remind us that, that <laughs> he should come up and just be like, hello, I'm your kind of quirky romantic interest. You'll never see me again. Goodbye. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye yeah so uh, Tess finds some oh Tess does find Lucy's roadside memorial after meeting uh, oh that's yes, right yeah Duke she left Giraffle. the bookstore yep. she's drawn to it uh, beyond her will she's drawn to this yeah, thing. skateboarding we, home she sees it and stops yeah, she is that the point to where we see that that there's some blood involved yet or is that later on in the movie that she's got like a bloody knife and she's by Lucy's memorial uh, I don't think there were, there's a knife just yet, but you're ruining everything, Clay. <laughs> I'm sorry. You see what what I'm doing is my brain is going is scrambling for the next part that's He's like, are we done interesting. Yet? Are we done yet? That's all the way at the end, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's just skip to the end. <laughs> so and blah blah just, blah, and then this happened. Let's just talk about Alita and how how it was too uh, loud in the theater. Let's just talk about that for the next hour. <laughs> no, we'll get back to anguish. Yeah. Well, so, so we said Tess finds that roadside memorial, and there's like a weathered photo of Lucy there, and then yep. suddenly she's pulled to the ground, and then almost flung out into the road by some invisible force. And yeah. I did jump. I, I I will admit that I did jump a little bit at that. Another one of the jump scares that they have in here. Yeah, that was an unexpected jump scare. I thought that one was pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. No, nothing about this movie was terribly bad. It just wasn't terribly good either. It was, you know, I was, yeah, it was just... I found myself taking notes, writing the next scene before I, I got to it. <laughs> <laughs> Should be a movie of us watching this movie and going into some weird ESP trances. Yeah. <laughs> this is how we're going to do this scene. Guys, did you just dream about a uh, test being flung into the road? Yeah, yeah. it's going to be even more predictable when we transition to Pornhub <laughs> I was not expecting the anal I really was I know I mean it was just out of left field bravo you know I can... <laughs> oh, sorry I'm coughing here uh, we learned that Tess has a, a disruptive personality disorder and has been out of hospitals most of her life and then Jessica explains all of this to the local priest because you know again why doesn't Father Meyer? Father Meyer should know every little stinking detail of every character. It wouldn't it be refreshing if he was like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm not a psychologist. I just <laughs> He's like TMI, yeah. babe, TMI." Yeah. <laughs> hey, if have you masturbated today? Do a hail mary. I can deal with that. You know. <laughs> so uh, we see Tess approaches her home for dinner. It's nighttime. We see a bunch of hand palms push at the bay window from the inside. 
Yep. Uh, it, and then all of a sudden, all the hand prints go away, and there's like only one set there. Yep. And, and then Tess enters the home. Of course, there's nothing there on the windows. Yeah, that was uh, that wasn't wasn't bad. It was it wasn't great. But <laughs> yeah, it just, it's just this slow build up to really nothing. So we're it's just a, <laughs> yeah, all these little sequences are cool by themselves, I guess. But in the whole of the film, they just don't add up to anything else that comes. No, along. there's no there's no segue. There's no connection. Nothing really kind of you know connects it for you as the viewer. Yeah. Right. Uh, so then we uh, set Tess goes out at out, back outside at night and listens to creepy sounds in the countryside around there. There's a flickering street lamp. Uh, there's a sound from the storage shed and Tess approaches slowly and finds nothing. <laughs> and, yeah. So she walks back again, but we know that the something is in the the shed because we see condensation on the glass, like a breath being blown on it or something. Yeah, yeah. It re- it reminded me out of, of a scene out of uh, I can't remember the name of that movie. Damn it, never mind. It was it was some movie with the teenagers. It was a lot better where uh, the the thing you're next or something like that. Or, oh. No, you're next was a, actually a really good film. I, I think that might have been it. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of other movies that were way better than this one. <laughs> oh God, there's millions, dude. Start <laughs> the list. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> let's go watch those. I mean, it's such an unfair bar to 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 even uh, strive for. But the whole time I was watching this, I was thinking like, this is no hereditary. It's like, yeah, I know. It's also no exorcist. It's the unfair comparison, dude. <laughs> uh, uh, hereditary was better. <laughs> so uh, the outside mom, we're still outside the shed and mom sneaks up on Tess and tells her to come inside. So this is another jump scare. Uh, yeah. So ah, yeah. So Tess looks out her. Well, she's back in her bedroom. She looks outside, and there's like a mysterious figure standing by a streetlight, a la The Exorcist kind of thing. It looks like um, she turns away and it disappears. I'm just gonna assume the mysterious figure just kind of pranced behind a bit large tree to not be there anymore. But uh, <laughs> suddenly she's pulled down by a set of grasping arms, and again, this is another, this is another jump scare. Uh, these things just keep coming up and by this point in the movie i even wrote i said really getting tired of the musical jump scares yep fucking annoying (laughs) they got they got to be predictable they've got nothing else going in this movie so they have to put in these loud sound bites just to just to scare you out of your doze that you've been dreaming all (laughs) slipping into this entire time these past 25 minutes yeah you got got yourself a boring movie just yell at people yeah out of, you know and of course it works because your natural inclination is to jump when somebody yell, yells at you or, and that's what the score was doing was just yelling at you every 10 minutes right and yeah so the this is the point of the movie that i started getting really annoying again it's filmed very well it's 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 a well-made film and it's just it's just lacking so we we could have seen I guess Lucy's on a swing. This is where we see her singing. Yeah, and, that's how far I jumped ahead. Yeah. I was <laughs> talking about the swing part. We're not, yeah, we weren't even close. Well, there's several flashbacks to Lucy on this stupid swing, so it's probably one of them. Uh, she mentioned something about a scar she needs to cover up with a swimsuit, which uh, is a flashback to Lucy. I don't know why we're flashing back to Lucy. She's she's not alive. So. <laughs> It, it, <laughs> and we did and we didn't get to know her at all no we, no we found out that she wants to go to a party and her mom wasn't into it and then she gets flattened by a car yeah, so that's what that's, I, our that, that's her lucy. story arc that's it yeah what i learned about lucy about lucy was that she's a dick lucy's a dick she dude yeah. she talks bad to her mom man I, at first i didn't even know if it was her mom I was like dude who is she talking to is this oh, like yeah, a surrogate mother or a stepmom or something wow yeah yeah i know i thought yeah. the same thing she was just going off so that's why i was like cheering for the mom at the beginning and then when Lucy got smacked by the by the car, I was just like, okay, awesome. <laughs> Problem solved. Well, and I just said, like, I guess we don't have to invest any emotion into this character. I'm moving on. <laughs> so this, <laughs> this is the point where Tess does wander into the bookstore where Sarah works. And yes. so, so Sarah or Tess says – Tess says some stupid saying – that I guess Sarah was saying, and I, at at first I didn't understand what it was. It's like if your sister had a mustache, she'd be your uncle, or <laughs> yeah. if, if your aunt had a mustache, she'd be your uncle. If your aunt had a mu- had a mustache, okay, got it. But they they would say this all the time. And I was, <laughs> I don't even know what's going on, and I kept miss hearing it the entire time. So I'd mistake, you know, uncle for sister or aunt. We you know just replace all these names with familiar other familiar names because those <laughs> well, details I- are important. 
<laughs> and I got stuck on this. If your aunt had a mustache, she'd be your uncle thing because it's like, no, she wouldn't. She'd just be your aunt that's got a uh, hairy lip upper lip. Have you have you never <laughs> seen a woman with a half a beard? <laughs> <laughs> so there's this dumb encounter in the bookstore. The we start seeing a little bit of maybe Lucy coming through from the other side through Tess because Tess is starting to have these weird visions and flashbacks, which are technically Lucy's memories now. And the spinning of world. the necklace. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a necklace that she said her mom had given her, but it's, I don't know. It was something weird like that. Um, <laughs> I think, I think she was speaking as Lucy that her mom had given her a necklace and her mom is Sarah. It, it, it... Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> she's buying a book yeah. that says uh, understanding your dreams which i guess is also somehow important but not really yeah <laughs> uh so we go back home and this is where we see tess grabs a kitchen knife and stands over her mom while she sleeps and then just stares at her uh, yep. and uh, as the movie progresses and we get to the end uh, you'll see that that scene makes no sense either <laughs> like many of them in the, in the context of the movie it makes no sense so anyways <laughs> it's it's one of many false starts it, it's like yeah. uh we're gonna make sweet love no i'm narcoleptic that's kind of what the movie kept doing to you yeah. now i'm going to sleep yeah. right well, so like we, about mental issues you got someone with mental issues and they're standing over you while you're sleeping with a knife usually bad things are probably about to happen but not in this film right well but th that's the thing it's like they they say it's mental health, but the in the context of this film, this wouldn't be a mental health issue. This is a possession if we're talking in this right. world, this right. fake world. So, I mean, I guess they could understand if the mom woke up and saw her daughter standing over with a knife. Yeah, mental illness. But, you know, we know in the context of the film going in, it has nothing to do with it. Um, yeah. She, yeah, you're right. It, like it's 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 totally it's a totally irrelevant thing, and and that's what they use to market the movie. Like this is a moving story about mental illness. Like she doesn't need to have mental illness. <laughs> yeah. She could have Tourette's. She could have you know like just she could have nothing. She could just be a normal yeah. teenager. Yeah, yeah. Still she, could been, she could have been. Th this movie could have revolved a, a, around a normal teenager, just you know, outside of her element, uh, constantly moving, make uh, the military family, obviously. Um, yeah. It, mental illness doesn't even have to play a part in this at all um <laughs> we get to see her, her pills though those those nice big oh, yeah. pills <laughs> oh god i'm getting <laughs> i'm getting anguish thinking that again uh <laughs> tess so tess goes back out in the cold and there's some now we see red stuff on the knife so uh it's supposed to make us think that she did something to her mom uh, it's leading yeah, us on yeah. here uh but uh tess grabs her stomach at the kitchen uh, it turns out their mom's not dead obviously um, right now we're at breakfast time yeah. So Tess grabs her stomach uh, at the kitchen table, starts either coughing or gagging. So mom just gives her some tums and takes off four. Yeah, more pills. Hey, answer to everything is more pills. <laughs> and it turns you out. have a severe pill deficiency, young lady. Here, eat some more. <laughs> it turns uh, out that it's not even a pill. She had stabbed herself <laughs> because there's a scar she wanted to make. Because yeah. we learn later on that Lucy had an appendix scar on her lower right abdomen, right? And so that's what Tess was doing. But you don't know that here. You, she's just grabbing her stomach. You think you'd see some blood seeping through something, but she's like, <coughs> and mom gives her some thumbs. Yep. <laughs> and well, just to back up for a second, because God forbid we back up too much in this movie, but like Lucy was talking about like, oh, I want to make sure I get a swimsuit that covers my appendix scar. I was sitting there thinking, oh, honey, we don't care None, <laughs> no, we care. No, no hetero boy on the planet cares if you have an appendix scar <laughs> this is true. pretty much <laughs> uh so uh tess has some oh tess has another has a vision now of getting hit by some kind of ghost car uh yeah uh let me see where are we uh, hallucinate she's hit by a car lucy style yeah she's, she's, oh she was skateboarding yeah. and she gets to the intersection and is that what is that what it was yeah, yeah. Is some she's skateboarding. She gets to an intersection. She gets like the hit by some kind of ghost car, and then we see Lucy pop up, and yeah. Lucy like mouths or even either either says, "I won't stop." Yeah, she's screaming, "I won't stop," or "It won't stop," or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and if you're a ghost, like, what an asshole of a ghost <laughs> Lucy is. Like, if you're going to torment somebody, it's an asshole move to torment anybody as a ghost because it'd be scary as fuck. But it's a real dick move to harass somebody that's already got mental illness because they're not going to know <laughs> that they need to up their dose. I'm never going to get the dosage of my pills right if I'm dealing with a real ghost that I got to contend with. <laughs> and we're, we already know that Lucy's an asshole anyways, so this this is not surprising on the Lucy ghost part, I, I, I would assume. <laughs> Such an an un a rude entity. You should be a polite entity. Oh, speaking of segues, maybe <laughs> this would be a good point to uh, mention that we have sponsorship now. Oh yeah, you know? that's right. Oh, I was yeah, so yeah, yeah. very glad. To yeah, get that we've email. actually uh, we're getting so uh, so popular here at Cinematic Suffering that we're just getting bombarded with uh, requests. I mean, it's just it takes up so much of my day. Can we advertise on your show? Will you advertise our products? You know, can I send you naked pictures? Yeah, take our money, take our products, please, please, please. Yeah, I know it's just it's it's really tough. So we we succumb to it because you know we have uh, expenses here at Cinematic Suffering. So this is the ad copy for our very first advertiser. So uh, um, let me just try to get into Ad Guy voice. I'll start us yeah. off here. <coughs> Excuse yeah. me. Oh. Let me pull this uh, ad copy up. All right. Um, oh, here it is. Okay. So, All right. so she was just like improv this thing. I mean, you're gonna start it off, okay? Uh, I'll okay. I'll I'll start it off. Just everybody get your uh, ad copy in front of you because yep. they said that they will pull our advertising if we fuck up the ad ad copy. Ooh, so okay. uh, he, he, here we go. Uh, on. Uh, this episode of Cinematic Suffering is brought to you by your friends at Ghosties Be Gone. Do you have unwanted entities? Is your domicile infested with the howling, mournful cries of the anguished undead? Do you, these pesky poltergeists haunt your dreams, ruin your dinner parties, and possess your loved ones? Well, you need Ghosties Be Gone. Our patented spectral rem removal system will rid your home of these ethereal nuisance demons, guaranteed, or your money back. Simply plug the Ghosties Be Gone unit into any outlet in your home. The device releases a mixture of holy water, sonic waves, kosher salt, Miley Cyrus music, and sage throughout the day, making your home inhospitable to uninvited apparitions. It also gives the house a fresh scent of lavender because, as we all know, ghosts stink like the bowel movements of a sick herd of buffalo. So order today. Supplies are limited, not for sale in Missouri, Oklahoma, Florida, or Wisconsin. All right. All right. I, I can't yeah. wait. We uh, paid the bills. All yeah, right. yeah. The money. money. Yeah. In the do, <laughs> do we still have to keep going on with this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I feel like, you know, once we've sold our souls to the literal devil here, we don't need to, to talk about this shit-ass movie anymore. Uh, I was just having a thought about Lucy. So, okay. So, I guess uh, Lucy's being a dick. Uh, she's like, yeah. she's saying... I won't... Lucy's the ghost, by the way. Yeah, everybody. Lucy's the ghost. No, it's hard to keep up. Lucy the ghost. Yeah. And she's like, I won't stop. So, I'm guessing Lucy won't rest until she can finally go on that, that camping trip. Because <laughs> uh, that's how they, that's how all these ghosts resolve everything. So all we need to do is just pile into the station wagon, make sure Lucy's hovering somewhere nearby, and just go and bring some s'mores and have a good time at a camp. And then that's pretty damn good. I didn't think about that, but yeah. that's pretty damn good. You know, not not that my mind's in the gutter or anything, but I think that the cabin trip was just kind of a precursor to, you know, losing her virginity. So really what she wants is for Tess to lose her virginity, and then they, they can both be happy. Oh, okay. So need some kind of uh, ethereal, supernatural ghost dick. Yeah, you can't die a virgin. Okay. They, they mock you in the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> so we... Uh... Moving on, we see uh, Tess passes by a playground, and all the swings and everything are moving on their own. Tess realizes that she better take her fucking meds. More pills. <laughs> yeah. So she rushes home to go take her pills, and that's where we start seeing all the medicine cabinet scenes of her looking through a pill box and everything. So, yeah. Really fun. Yeah. The yeah. end. <laughs> the movie is over well we see her talking to her psychologist and her psychologist says am i speaking to tess and they converse a little it's kind of boring this movie's kind of boring the psychologist <laughs> recommends don't forget the knocking oh oh there's there's knocking yeah, there's banging. Uh, i did forget the knocking. Yeah, there's banging and closet doors closing and opening and creepy voices yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, folks, we are sorry. You know, I I wish I could make this more interesting, but this is the movie that you know is it's anguish. This is the one we had to watch yeah. because we got to follow our own rules here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Tess Tess experiences all this stuff. I, I, she goes to see the psychologist shortly after. Actually, all these yes. uh, the closet door open. She sees a mysterious figure. Uh, we see Tess's eyes kind of dilating back and forth. I don't know if you guys noticed that. I thought that I, I thought not. that was yeah. a really cool part of the movie. The, um, that they showed her eyes. Iris is just going back and forth, really crazy. Um, Mom gets home, finds Tess collapsed on the floor, and of course that's when they go to the hospital. And Tess falls funny too. It was like timber. <laughs> 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 I need to go. I need to replay that actually. <laughs> just er, and then rewind it real quick and edit it. Put it as a GIF. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Savor the moment. Yeah. So we're 45 minutes in here. I, I've got almost home, stro home stretch, baby. <laughs> so uh, Tess freaks out in the hospital and she gets pulled away and put away in a mental ward. And this is we. Now we see meanwhile. So Tess is out of the picture. We see Sarah, Lucy's mom. She's brooding and dwells, and she seems very anguished. And then she gets <laughs> she gets a call from Lucy's phone, and here's Lucy's voice asking for Sarah to help her. And she calls Lucy's phone back again, and then just gets a voicemail. Um, Tess tells her psych about the noises she hears. Doctors tell Jessica that they they recommend sending Tess to an institution. And that's when the priest steps in. Yeah. yeah, the priest says, you know, like I'm, I'm only, <laughs> I'm, I've only started playing Dungeons and Dragons. You need an advanced Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> player, so you need to go to the uh, what's the name of the the high level cleric that he recommends? Uh, the the uh, what does he call him? Oh, uh, 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 movie priest senior. Yeah, yeah. some kind of. It, it's a subplot that they just say ah, and we don't want to do that, and they abandon yeah. it. <laughs> well, this is, it harkens back to I want to say, 1920 London. Where yes, yes, where there's yeah. a battle between the psych or between science and religion, and yeah, it, it that is a, another common theme. Unfortunately, I don't remember a locked door we couldn't get into. I was very yeah, yeah I was kind of disappointed with that too. Yeah. Can't win them all. Point, this is when uh, Father Myers says that he suspects she has dissociative personality disorder. Uh, do they teach psychology to priests in Catholic school? Otherwise, how the fuck does he know that? I, I know they can. I, I will give the benefit of the doubt to priests. Sometimes they do go to college and learn some. It's like me taking a psych class, though, in college, even though it's not my major. I have to right. take something. So Right. Your liberal arts requirement. I got you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be funny if you could just go to the priest for all of your advice. Like, oh, you need me to help you find the G spot? Like, no, I think I'm good, Padre. <laughs> oh, hey, so what uh, do you recommend them getting rid of fire ants? Oh, well, let me tell you all right now. You know. <laughs> hey, see, let's go check out these gams. <laughs> out, ants, in the name of the Lord. Uh, so the priest. Not uh, today, Satan. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> <laughs> the priest recites some biblical verse, but then Tess takes over and she starts yes. reciting them for him. Yeah. So then we think, oh, Tess, this is uh, the classic case of possession. Well, yeah, it's, we are without a doubt in a possession type scenario here. It's been pretty painfully obvious since the opening credits, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. yeah, confirmation is no bad. Thing. Not mental illness. We're dealing with possession. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so the big question here is uh, why is Lucy haunting or, or possessing Tess? Uh, I, I, we don't have this question. I'm not sure if it gets really wrapped up <laughs> either at the end of the and now deep thoughts. <laughs> I, what did she say? She's vaguely my my height and age. <laughs> yeah. But they, we, I'm going to jump ahead of it. So yeah, she's vaguely my height and weight, or she's they're almost alike. I guess I guess similar in maybe personality or whatever, but there's still other beings that want to come through that. Oh, we'll yeah. That's that when we get word yeah. that there's others or something. There's, there's two others or something like that inside of her or trying to possess her or something like that. Yeah. The, oh God. <laughs> so this, the, before we get to that, we have stuff that jumps out. Tess jumps out of her. Uh, the, there's a moving truck. Uh, Jessica's driving Tess home. Tess jumps out of the moving truck, uh, gets scraped up and then runs directly to Sarah's house, which is Lucy's mom. Yep. And hugs her, and we learn that uh, Tess 
is not Tess. It's Lucy. Lucy is now fully possessed Tess. Yes. Yeah. And it's not the. And it takes them. It takes them no time for everybody to get on the same page with this ridiculous story, too. Like, yep, yeah, yeah. adds yeah, up. It's a, no, I the think moms meet, out. they start talking about it, and they're like, oh, okay, now I see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> of course. It's my daughter who's possessing your mentally ill daughter. Right. I mean, I thought those handfuls of pills would help, but no, no. She needs to take more of the big triangular purple ones. <laughs> so this isn't the typical – this isn't the typical – possession movie where the person possessed becomes a uh, a peace spitting head turning demonic entity it's just no. i'm another little girl and i want to live somewhere else <laughs> and her mom <laughs> like couldn't even tell like oh you, she just seemed like a, a kind of a bitchy teenager to me they're all the same so <laughs> uh, yeah so the the parents discuss it uh, lucy doesn't want to leave but she mentioned this is where she mentions other spirits uh, that are out there that you know if she goes back and tries to pull Tess back in then it'll leave the body open uh, it'll leave Tess's body open to possession from other spirits right and this is where it could have gotten really really interesting <laughs> finally but <laughs> it could have gotten really really cool here we're talking like a, I don't know if you guys saw Insidious it's kind of that kind of has the same premise here um, yeah. but the so Lucy agrees, says, okay, I'm going to let Tess back. I'm sorry. She said her goodbyes to her mom, blah, blah, blah. And it was very heartwarming. I was like, okay, I can kind of get it. It's uh, it'll pull in the heartstrings a little bit. Uh, say your last yeah. goodbyes to your dead daughter. And uh, yeah. then we, hopefully at this point we can see other spirits trying to get into Tess's body and then just ra rage hell, you know, just ravage everything. And yeah, then, maybe we could get a drag me to hell kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then – Nope, nope, no. All we see is Tessa's eyes flicker open after we think she's back in her own body, and she just gets up and runs away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the best I got some drinking to do. Oh, no, she got possessed by the town rummy. <laughs> I hope the old uh, pink flamingo is still open downtown. <laughs> I need to test out this young cooch. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> it would have been vastly would have more been entertaining. So just... much more entertaining than oh, yeah. what we got. It's like, it's like I want to just uh, I want to just go into people's like little rooms wherever they're writing their shitty scripts, kick the door in, and say, "Oh, give me it, give me it," and then I just I angrily scrawl all over it and then hand it back, and then they give me money. Oh, the, the dream life, right there, man. Oh God, I I can dream. Never 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 let your dreams die. Uh, the, the so Jessica says Tess, and then Tess shakes her head no, and then Sarah says Lucy, and then the Tess whoever's in Tess's body shakes her head no, and then she just gets up like I said and tries to leave. Um, they push her, they push the possessed Tess into a closet, and then they open the closet again, and that's when possessed Tess attempts to leave out. There's like a struggle, there's a little fight going on, yeah. but nothing like supernatural or new crazy. It's just like these chicks are all beating the hell out of each other um they yeah and by this point we've already seen 1920 and 1920 london so the bar has been set really high for these exciting demon possession type of fights like there should have been wire work where people are getting thrown through the air through plaster and and they're in you know evil dead style wall crawling but no it, it was very much not yeah bad. yeah exactly it was uh it was a very what could have been a an extremely entertaining climax turned out to be just a a boring uh boring another, fight scene. another boy with a giraffe mask yeah yeah another pointless yeah. giraffe mask uh, <laughs> so they don't they lock her in the in in an evil dead style cellar i remember yeah, that yeah. i, I oh, wrote down cool. evil dead style cellar yeah. on in my yeah notes, she flees was... to the basement uh, the possessed test flees to the basement and jessica locks the door and then we hear possessed Tess screaming like a maniac behind. Uh, but of course, they have to open the basement and go right. down to see if possessed Tess is okay. Yeah, investigate that. They only are, they're only armed with their stupid flashlights on their phones. It's uh, <laughs> like, course. dude, bring a uh, what are the police baton? Bring a what are those tag batons? Yeah, give me a blackjack. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's my daughter. One of those zappy guns. I know it's my daughter. <laughs> I hit her over the head a couple of times. It might cure her mental illness, but you know these wounds will heal. 
Hey, look at the positive. That's less pills you got to take. I'll split her skull open, but, you know, maybe that will help whatever's uh, – that's this is very a 19th century way of feeling that. Yeah. I believe I'm very happy. Like, MAGA. MAGA. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like, the, I can imagine the police showing up to this, to this, just this trunk, this legless, armless trunk on the ground that's been beaten within an inch of its life. And it's uh, like, well, she was possessed. Like, okay, why don't you come with me? <laughs> <laughs> so the two, uh, the two mothers, uh, Jessica and Sarah, head down into the basement with their armed with only their cell phone lights, and of course, uh, possessed Tess pushes past them. The light is dropped. There's a black. We see nothing but black for a little bit for several seconds and yeah. just sounds and then the light comes back on and we see lucy has repossessed tess's body uh yeah i guess I, there was some kind of tug of war she yeah, won tess, is that when tess is in the corner um i don't i don't know i don't know <laughs> there's, there's something going on. it just kind of happens almost immediately it, it seems like like there was yeah, they 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 go into the cellar and then um yeah, like Lucy is back in Tessa's body and she says, "Can I have one more night?" And then both moms agree to this. Like, you know, it's fine. My my daughter's just an empty vassal for this this other uh entity that's possessed her. I don't know where my daughter is, assuming somewhere out loose in the spirit realm. One more night is fine. We can that's like saying we'll address this Ebola problem tomorrow. That sounds okay. <laughs> uh, so Lucy is back in Tessa's body. She starts coughing and gagging. I say Sarah says uh, Lucy's mom says it'll only get worse the longer, the, I guess, Lucy stays in Tessa's body. Again, no reason given for that. Uh, well, she's my, the the backstory to that was that uh, Tess, uh, uh, Lucy's mom was a missionary and uh, apparently met a lot of mediums and goons. Yeah. So she right. apparently yeah. is an, an expert in demon. Yes. Suddenly we found out that she's traveled the world and seen other, other portal medium people that can access the spirits that are... <laughs> seeking closure and need and, and they're filled with unrest i guess yeah <laughs> she's one of those intolerable white people that go to india once yeah. and come back all enlightened <laughs> it's like oh christ yes you've been to the ganges i've heard about it and then uh so we see lucy going to pull Tess back into rifle body and now we jump into another dimension which is basically just the same house but with a different lens filter on yeah blue blue colored <laughs> lens much. filter yeah uh, yeah. We see Lucy. Uh, we again. This is another part that could have been totally rocking, you know, scary and with you know monstrous ghosts all around. And, oh yeah. And no, we just see Lucy rises from her bed, surrounded by a lot of spirits like her. I guess um, she wanders around the spirit, this dimensional house looking for Tess. And then we see, I guess Lucy. Or Tess, I don't know what the hell wakes up. What is going on? Someone is in a, a <laughs> Tess doesn't want to go back into her body or something. Is that? Uh, yeah, um, uh, I I don't know. I I I was I was kind of conflicted about. It. I I didn't understand what the what the confliction here was. Who who didn't want to go back where? Yeah, it, it seemed to me that that Lucy finds Tess, but she's like hiding and like in a corner, and. Uh, and uh, Tess doesn't want to go back. <clears throat> That's what it seemed like. And then we see Lucy turn around or something and get crunched and stomped and twisted as something pulls her into a room. Yeah. The spirit Lucy. And then we see Tess wake up. Yep. And that's that's when we get the usual the questions from Sarah asking Lucy. And Tess shakes her head no. And then Tess says she came back for you, Mom. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. even know what that means. <laughs> I came back for you, Mom. I, it, I, it's like the actors just—it said it in the script, so I yeah. said it, and we're one step closer to being able to go. So home. I guess this is the point where we're supposed to get the old uh, Mulligan, the old Ribberold here, where Tess—we think it's Tess saying, "I came back for you, Mom." Um, she. They leave it ambiguous yeah. because there's like this. We 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 go into this music montage and we see Giraffe Mask Boy again. Yeah. And it's like I never did get your name, and and she doesn't answer. Right. Like we we the audience don't hear her say her name, so it's kind of left in this am ambiguous place to where it could be either Tess or Lucy. The the twist is about the most predictable thing ever, <laughs> like ever in the history of of predictability. Yeah, we're we're seeing things like. Uh, 
Tess suddenly doesn't really need the meds anymore, as if as if a possession cures the mental illness. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah like, like mental illness is definitely a, a biological yeah. component. Yeah, too. there's a physical <laughs> component to mental illness. So it, everyone's wondering, oh, well, uh, Tess is behaving much better nowadays. And look at her. She can play the guitar now and she can sing. And uh, everyone's really happy with the way Tess is progressing. And that's the way it works. Is it's not that they're mentally ill. It's just all the rest of us just fail to recognize that they're a medium for for possession. Right. Exactly. Oh, it's all wow. on us. You we're... just blew my mind there. I think that might be right. <laughs> uh, so we can all see where this leading is leading. I mean, they kind of leave it ambiguous, but you kind of see what's going on. Tess skateboards around town a little bit more, and then she approaches a swing in the same park where Lucy. We saw uh, brief flashbacks of Lucy, and her eyes black out. Yep. Uh, and then pupils dilate. We're greeted by an end credit scene that says inspired by true events. And I've said out loud, bullshit. <laughs> I said, I put sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you notice that they didn't do it, was a very deliberate thing. They didn't put that in the beginning of the movie because they didn't want the audience going <laughs> bullshit right, right, yeah. the whole time. <laughs> no, I was calling bullshit. Uh, when, once I saw that, I was like, oh, come on, for real. Um, it's like, you know, I, and it's one of those things that you don't even want to put the energy into arguing with. Like, sure. Yeah, you just try sure, and just accept sure that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think, <laughs> I think, uh, there's a lot of things this movie missed, but I, I think the ending, I did like the ending somewhat where, you know, Tess didn't want to come back. She didn't want to come back to the real world. She, she thought she was a, maybe a burden to her family. And uh, Lucy did want to come back. So it's like they might have made some kind of uh, devil's deal back there in the dimensional. But that still doesn't make sense because we see we see Lucy's form in that dimensional realm kind of get pulled into this room. So it's like she was taken out of the picture. So this might not be Lucy at all in Tessa's body. This might be. That's yeah, what I kind of got. I was like, yeah. ooh, this may be somebody all new, all different. Right, exactly. <laughs> It's the. It could be the town pederast. Like, oh, I can <laughs> spend the rest of my days in a young it, lady. It could be body. the little old lady pointing her finger at traffic, going, "Not today, Satan. Not today, yes, <laughs> That's what we see. Tess start doing from then on out. Why is she playing that? I'm, I'm going to go back to high school and be the biggest whore you've ever seen. <laughs> um, let me see if I, I. I thought I was trying to bring up some reviews on. It's got an audience score of 24 24% liked it. It's got a tomato on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a tomato meter of 62%. So it's got a That sounds about Yeah, fair. it's got a fairly fresh uh fresh score. There's no real reviews on it. Um audience It it wasn't it wasn't bad, but it wasn't particularly good either. It was just it just it, was. They played it very safe. I mean, it, and this is this, to yeah. me it kind of reminded me of a lot of the new genre horror films, kind of like the ring and whatnot where it's like it's it's more suspenseful and, and tense than it is really scary i guess yeah I, yeah and and you didn't watch this one with us unless you just happened to watch it morgan but there was a uh, mandy lane it reminded me of mandy lane yeah, with the same very deliberate cinematography and and the lens uh filters and everything it just it, it, mandy lane was a more entertaining movie yeah. but neither were yeah. good <laughs> no i mean i i this film could have had has potential it had potential and i think it was just kind of blown by all the cheap uh jump scares it was blown by yeah. the the lack of a real good climax at the end i i think some tweaks to the actual script could have been made but you know well, i'm no expert who am i right but it, i'm sure the filmmakers <laughs> can look back on it and say oh yeah i guess we could have done shit like that but well, none of the, you know, aside from she's suffering and she's suffering and she suffers, none of the characters had any meat no. to them. Like, okay, I, I understand that you lost your daughter. What what else is there to this character? Not a damn she thing. Works in a that's, that's his, yeah. Yeah, she works in a bookstore and she's, uh, a, a, she was a missionary, so she's somehow an expert on occultism. Tess likes to play the guitar and she broods and she wears, and she drives a, a skateboard. Like, you know, and, and I didn't like that movie, I Killed Giants, but it was a, it was the similar theme and it did it, it did it way yeah. better. And I didn't like that movie either. But, well, you know. 
it, 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 we were introduced to because to, you're right the, the character building was was lacking here because it, I think they they wanted us to have some sympathy for Lucy uh, near the you know near the end or you know the last third of the movie mm-hmm. and I, it was hard to have that sympathy because when we were introduced to her she was a dick and yeah. we didn't see anything right. that really would have redeemed that other than a couple of you know uh, toothless flashbacks that you know only establish certain little mulligans that we find out later you know like the appendix scar and the some of her her singing and things right. like that and and now that i think about it like she hated that appendix scar and she wanted to hide it with a bathing suit why would she inflict her why would she want it back that'd be like if I took somebody else over and they were like, that nose is way too small. <laughs> Can I steal some flesh and, <laughs> and stitch it to that face? <laughs> what, a, what an amazing movie Anguish is. But uh, I will say it was a step up from. Oh, the was, bar was yeah. quite a few steps up from the last one. The bar was really low. So, I mean, I've never watched a movie that was almost physically as painful as American Poltergeist 2. It was so oh. bad that I felt like my boredom was was manifesting itself in physical discomfort. This movie was like a nice warm bath in comparison. You could hardly call it a horror movie because it was so predictable yeah. and the tone was just so quiet and pensive and, and you know, uh, kind of punctuated by a bunch of, of jump scares that are yeah. cheap. You know, yeah, predictable. Yeah, uh, I, I felt the. I don't know. I'm not going to tell them how they could do a better movie. I, I, I don't know, but I. Let's move on from this anguish-filled torment, torment, tormented movie. Yes. Uh, what do we have up on next on the list? Next is a Spanish movie called Animas. Uh, apparently, it's a teen horror drama about a girl who gets frequent visions. So it sounds like this mm. movie only in Espanol. Mm. Uh, oh, good. Uh, <laughs> but it's going to be great trying to take notes again with subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> You're not fluent in Espanol. Well, I, actually, I may do a better job with Espanol as opposed to Hindu. So, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can pick out it maybe every fourth word. Yeah, I can pick out every three or fourth word with Spanish, but with Hindu, I'd have to take several courses. Um, Uh, We're screwed the minute we get to a Chinese movie. Have you ever tried to watch just like just any Chinese movie? It's like, all right, that's a paragraph. The (laughs) subtitles are covering half the screen. It's true. true. Oh shit. Okay. Well, uh, I guess that will end this episode of uh, Cinematic Suffering. we got through it, yes. Through it. And uh, so next up, what's the, what is the movie called again? It's Onias? Animas. A-N, like animal, but with an uh, S. A. Of course, yeah. we're 28. I was Animas. thinking it was an O, but we're not an O. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds like a tool record. <laughs> yeah. Animas. And uh, so I will I, – let's go ahead and end it here. The, thank you for joining us, everyone, this uh, cinematic suffering. Yeah, thanks, do everybody. We, uh, is it, do we have to plug anything? Oh, uh, go to the hboys.com, hboiz.com. Spare, spell it carefully, or uh, you know, you'll you'll find gay porn. <laughs> you just had a uh, you have uh, uh, your latest issue, right? Episode five. Yes, yes, issue number five yeah. is at the printers, yeah. and I'm just waiting to get the it back now. Looks, it's been a the long. Cover road. art looks killer, dude. That was a really good color. Oh, I mean, thank you. It was thank you. Just, I, I was blown away at how good the cover looked. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I appreciate that. My my good friend, uh, Paul Burden, who's uh, one of my uh, friends that I've known since art art college, collaborated with me to colorize that. Uh, so you check his work out at 35,000.com. Awesome. Uh, Morgan, anything? No, just uh, support your local artists, comics, writers, musicians, painters, drawers, whatever. You know, these people are out there and I think that the, they bring in joy to our lives and uh, not enough people patron their, their services. Yeah, agreed. Oh, I agree. And uh, I'll go and promote my uh, my Twitch channel, JT Corpse. Uh, come on over for some uh, hectic, hot action, hot. Snick. It's a hell of a lot of what fun. Game are, what game are you Twitch it. streaming now? I am Twitch streaming Vermintide Two, which just got an update today. So I'm yeah, looking forward to right. jumping. What's back the premise behind that one? <clears throat> it's pretty much a hack and slash. Have you ever played Left 4 Dead? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is kind of like a an amped up, better version of Left Left 4 Dead. You're assaulted by hordes of what's called Skaven, which are just, just basically rats uh, okay. on walking legs, and uh, Chaos Spawn, Chaos, which is another kind of faction in the Warhammer universe. And it's the fantasy universe, which is awesome. And you're just assaulted. Uh, you have 
hero classes. You can, you know, <clears throat> all the bunch of nerdy shit. Anyways, <laughs> uh, that's what I do on stream. It sounds really nerdy right now. <laughs> I, I no, it's it's a it's a blast to watch. I mean, because it's like it it's not nerdy to watch it being played. It's it's just hordes of the screaming evil demonic creatures, and and you're just hacking through them with nice meaty crunchy sounds. Sounds like a good stress reliever. Yeah, recommend yeah. It. Very cathartic. Yeah. I think that's why I have about 670 hours in it now. Yeah, I highly recommend you go over to, to JT Corpse's Twitch channel and check yes, that shit awesome, out. Awesome. Okay, well, I guess we'll call it for this week, and uh, we'll try to get, I, I, we should try to get back to on our regular schedule, but if we can't, yeah. that's quite all right. Um, but thanks, guys. I truly appreciate you joining me all here right. on this Monday afternoon. Yep. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening, yep. everybody. Thank you. Peace. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cinematic Suffering. Clay is an extremely talented and twisted comic artist, and you should visit his pride and joy, hboys.com. That's H-B-O-Y-Z.com. If you're a fan of death and black metal, check out Jason's band, Greyfield, on all social media platforms, as well as his doom metal project, Stygian Crown. Music provided by FaceXHugger. Check out FaceXHugger on Bandcamp and Twitter for more synthwave horror-themed music. Questions, comments, and hate mail should be directed to our Twitter account at Cinematic Supper.